Peace, and welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast. This is a space for, but never limited to, people of color. We're discussing sacred plant medicine, pregnancy, parenthood, and more. You know, there's such a stigma on who can open the floor for conversation on these topics that are viewed as taboo or even inappropriate. This fact alone has made so many become fearful of the very thing that could help us rebuild families, create our own businesses, and most importantly, trust our role in this world as future ancestors. So wherever you are, take a cleansing breath and do your best to listen with an open mind, heart, and spirit, and let love lead the way. I'm your host, Taylor. Hello again, and welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. This is your host, Taylor. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my friend Demi. She's here to talk all things release, travel, plant medicine, and much more today. So I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit, and we'll get into today's conversation. So, hi, Demi. Hi. Um, thank you so much for the introduction. My name is Demi um, Taylor, and I've, we've known each other for I think, a couple of years now. Um and yeah i think our our friendship kind of really flourished once we started to really get um more vulnerable with our experiences with plant medicine or finding that it's like a common ground between us and the different um ways that plant medicine has played a part in like the pivotal moments in our lives um when it comes to my personal experience with plant medicine it really started with cannabis um, and at first I was very much a non-believer I would judge it just based off ideas that I have of it and the, the different forms or I guess the recreational ways that it was consumed so I judged a lot of my friends in the beginning not knowing that it's something that's natural something that has so many healing properties but i immediately unfortunately um and it's funny to say it now associated it with tobacco when it has nothing to do (laughs) with that if anything it's just the polar opposite um but i think um the way that i then began using cannabis is more because of how productive i would feel um creatively I am a business-minded person, so I love brainstorming, I love coming up with ideas, I love just letting my imagination wander because that's kind of the person that I am, um, to just experience um, and do a lot of things. I know that I'm going to do a lot of things in this life, so cannabis really helps kind of just open that third eye and to really allow me to see a lot of things differently um and also how the way that everything in my environment becomes a spark of inspiration so from there um i then opened myself up to exploring other forms of plant medicine i never had any plans to try or do anything but um and then since i i was then introduced to the different benefits that CBD has versus um, a THC product and would use that mostly to kind of just heal my 
the anxiety that we all now experience with just the state of the world. So that really helps um, to calm me down. And then since explored psychedelics and actually just last year, um, I dove headfirst into ayahuasca. So that was very much um, or has been thus far my experience with plant medicine. Yeah, I think you have a lot of stories similar to most people who have not been introduced earlier in life kind of go about it judging looking back and forth saying okay this is wrong i did once to associate it with tobacco <laughs> not realizing tobacco is just what you roll it in it's just yeah. a catalyst so um that's really interesting for you so i have a few questions i know i have some things written out for us to talk about but one thing that just popped in my mind while you were talking about judgment was culturally um does anybody, I won't even say in your family, but did you ever grow up knowing anyone to use plant medicine? How do people within um, culture, because I know Demi is Dominican, <laughs> so that's another bond that uh, we have, but she's more connected with her culture. So I'm just curious, does anyone you know, ever talk about plant medicine, use it in, in ritual, or is that something that's not really talked about? It's really funny that you mentioned that because the only times that I have seen, you know, what is considered a drug <laughs> um, in my neighborhood really is, you know, the, the what, what do we call it? The, the people who hug the block, you know, and <laughs> who are just always hanging outside. And, you know, I've always seen it as like a lazy drug, like it's just going to keep you unproductive and, and make you lazy so you know that's kind of like the experience that I had to see people who did use cannabis um, but of course not actually opening myself up to learn about it um, and experience it and even in the beginning as well just just with my friends you know and the fact that when you would consume it it would have to be hidden and you know, because with very traditional, just Latino families, it's it's something that is shameful. You know, that if the family were to find out, it's like you have a scarlet letter on you. So that's kind of the experience that I had, um, which is another reason why I, I, I did have that judgment because of that uh, having, you know, your parents and that pressure and them literally on your shoulder like don't you dare so that's kind of like a that fear of disappointing my parents you know in, in a way you know it's funny that even though we're talking about more american bright latinos it's funny how like a lot of this indigenous plant medicine comes from latin american countries right. but <laughs> it's like we can't talk we can talk about it there but here it's like ah no yeah no that that's really really funny yeah because just growing up um even when you know just quickly bringing back up tobacco um there are so many different types of tobacco that do have a lot of healing properties or at least you know used within like spirituality and you know i grew up hearing uh about like my grandparents and stuff who would like chew tobacco and that was kind of like their recreational thing but yeah you're right like here it's it's something that you wouldn't even want to like dare get caught with. I mean, of course, it's 2022. We do live in different times, but there's still there's still like judgment. It's it hasn't the what is it? All of the blockages haven't been lifted just yet. 
Yeah, and it's funny. I, I've gotten a little bit of both. So I've also had a lot of the African-American community in my life growing up. And I remember being younger and I had my first book on cannabis. And it was just like one of those almanacs that just tells you like different strains and mm -hmm. anyway my stepdad found it and he looked at me he was like you think this is what successful people do <laughs> successful people have this and it's so funny now because he was bragging to adrian my husband about um investing in a cbd line uh -huh. i'm like really <laughs> really okay but it's I whatever know. at this point it's interesting too how like i wonder within our parents because right when it comes to my personal experience, um, you know, my parents know that I've tried it. They know that my brother has consumed it and tried it as well. So when I've talked to them about the benefits that I've had with CBD, which derives from the same plant, they're actually open to trying it, you know, just to better their everyday. So it's really interesting, but of course it's, it's just all words and exposure and just being open to learning. CBD is diet weed anyways. <laughs> basically, basically. But so I guess the more the more uh, media makes it acceptable, the more like people will ease into it. But until then, it's still like just one of those things you, you're not supposed to touch or be around. Yeah. Because like you said, it'll make you lazy. But I think that's funny too because my mind is never lazy on any plant medicine in fact it probably does a little too much yeah i mean yeah just the other day um my roommate and i were watching uh this show on amazon prime called undone oh my gosh i watched that it was so good it's so good yeah i'm up to the the second season but within the show you know there is a lot of like time travel within there and you know we had um smoked right before and as that show is trippy to watch oh man i opened my laptop and i wrote three separate notes because my mind was just racing with ideas and inspiration and you know watching that show it kind of just even triggers something yeah. else so it's an incredible show i feel like there's just so much that i want to like um break down of things that happen on that show and of course the way that I exp or the way that I usually experience and try to be intentional when I use plant medicine is to just find how the world around me, whether it's the entertainment I'm watching, what I'm reading. Um, I read this thing once that it said, and I don't know if it's specific to like me and my human design or my zodiac or just being in tune with yourself that everything that's placed in front of you is for a reason including what you choose to watch on television what you choose to see on social media um, whatever grasps grasps your attention it's supposed to be in front of you yeah so every time i'm on plant medicine that's usually my intention is for me to kind of just really observe my surroundings and be able to find ways for that to relate to my life and how I can be a better person, how I can um, get closer to my purpose because we both know, just like I mentioned earlier, I want to do it all. I just want to experience. There's so many different lanes that I can choose to go to that I want to explore and plant medicine definitely helps me focus on one thing and just really at least through writing expand like what that is i agree i think it, it definitely helps with the creative side it helps tap into your intuitive side 
it does so much in such a short amount of time and it's amazing how you can carry that over from an experience i think that's a a misconception a lot of people have they think it's just like this quick fun time where you don't really remember like when you drink alcohol or you know do any other illicit drug you know that's not what it's um they say mind altering but the thing is like number one what is an altered state of mind first Mm -hmm. and then two you know while you're there and you're experiencing these things you're able to grab pieces see mike's falling off (laughs) you're able to grab pieces from the experience take it with you and then learn from it in the future and then the next time if you choose to do it again you can experience something completely different Mm -hmm. and still learn and gain something from it so it's always been useful to me in that way Uh, so let's get into some of these questions Uh, what has been the easiest part of going on a plant medicine journey for you not that it ever is easy it requires a lot requires trust it requires faith Um, but I'm just curious on your end what's been the easiest part for you I think is the power that I feel within myself to allow myself to try new things Um, especially if Sure, I grew up listening to so many like negative connotations when it comes to plant medicine, but then learning more about it, and of course, like social media does play a big part. Um, knowing that there's no real danger, I'm not necessarily putting my life at risk in any way, or at least my health at risk. Um, so I've always considered myself the person to just try something once. Like to just just do it, and I, I definitely feel like that's how most of most of us are in our twenties. It's like we we have this like excitement to take risks and try new things, and with me, it's that's exactly what's happened with plant medicine. Um, like for example, when I did ayahuasca, I had heard about it over a year before I ever did it. Um, and it was through listening to a podcast actually and just the different ways that it like the different benefits that it can be used for um, and that's where I really learned about intention like intentions being you know having an intention when you are using plant medicine um, so at that moment where I was in my life I wasn't prepared mentally for that experience because I knew it would very much be a spiritual awakening which is exactly what it was so the year after I can't even tell you it was one of those impulse things where I I had the money and it randomly popped up back in my head and I I just booked I booked um, a weekend ceremony um, in Orlando and I just I just did it I honestly I still can't remember how I got there it was just almost like one of those like natural things like if I was being called to take this medicine and it was exactly what I needed at the time Um, a very pleasant and positive first experience but I do think the year and a half prior to me um, consuming ayahuasca was very heavy months of me really releasing a lot to come back into myself and then be able to then explore who I am while doing ayahuasca and really kind of just figuring out my life versus having that 
dead weight on me because of like the trauma that I experienced and during the pandemic um, and really just holding space for myself letting it go and then within ayahuasca it's like all right I'm I, I feel I feel better now I'm ready for this these next steps so I in took the medicine to kind of like seek that guidance so I think it's always kind of been easy for me to embrace um, plant medicine because I know it's just always going to do more good than bad. So it's funny that you also mentioned um, about you being called to do it. So many people, I feel like they think that this is something that's forced upon you or, you know, they call it a gateway drug, you know, and I don't know any per when one person is like, you just have to do this. <laughs> I've heard people talk about their experiences a lot and marvel at everything that's happened and share them but I've never like heard anybody force into it so when you said you're called to it I think I kind of feel similarly like I haven't gotten called to do ayahuasca yet I think I will one day but I think it happens for every specific person for a reason no matter what you're going through and like you said you could have months of you know going through this whole dark night of the soul mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah and then come to it because it's time for you to kind of face yourself face reality and that's it. exactly yeah and it's it's so funny that you mentioned that because that's exactly what it was and ever since doing ayahuasca i i always tell folks i don't feel like i'm the same person but now I realize so much how we are just mirrors to each other. And right, when you're on the medicine, you are facing yourself, facing, you know, your subconscious in a way. And it's like, you don't really know what's going to pop up yeah. when you take the medicine. Like when, you know, the, the ceremony that I had, there were multiple people of us in a room. But, you know, after the medicine is done, you know, the, the day after when... We talk about our experience. Everyone has a completely different experience. But again, it's very related to the intentions that they originally took the medicine for. So, you know, for example, like I just said with me, I had a very pleasant experience. I went to the greatest concerts <laughs> I've ever been to while on the medicine. And it sounds really funny to say out loud. But the music I was hearing, the visions that I was seeing, the, the emotions that I was feeling, it was all very positive. Um, but again, I do think it's because the months prior, I worked through so much. Um, and although, you know, a lot of things did come up during the trip, um, but at the end of the day, then with, with everyone else, you know, there were people who were crying in the room, you know, people who were releasing <laughs> through different just just different ways um so it was really interesting to to just experience it at a whole not only just myself but also within my surroundings i think it's a good example too of another misconception people have that we expect plant medicine to do the work for us it does not and like you said you worked through things for months before so it's not like you know you sit down you have a cup of ayahuasca or you know you consume anything else and like bam instant fix like it doesn't yeah, work like that you're actually left with quite a lot more after in my opinion you know it's exactly what they told me when we did do the medicine excuse me um like it's thinking about it like a like a roller coaster almost it's like 
once you're on the medicine, they can't take you out of it. What you're going to experience is what you need to experience. They always say, you know, the medicine is not going to show you what you want. It's going to show you what you need. And then once you're off this ride, it's like, all right, how are you going to live your life now? Um, the implementation portion is the most important part um, because just like you said, yeah, you can easily consume and just go about your life and continue to, you know, have the same uh, what is it like issues or whatever it is that you've been dying to work on but you're not intentional about it you're not doing anything afterwards it's all about the action that you take mm -hmm. and that's something that for sure since I've consumed the medicine it's been something that I've been actively trying to do nice so we're talking about being on these these journeys um, and you said mentioned you went to several concerts and felt music and everything you were there um was it easy for you to embrace the idea of a different reality we also have a little baby with us guys this is a reality of my show because i'm a mom of two now so you're gonna every now and then hear some pots and pans banging hear a baby hear my toddler running around but it's just to make this more realistic this is life we have interruptions and these are the kind of the things you just have to go with it um, but back to my question about <laughs> embracing a different reality. One second. We'll pause it real quick. <laughs> Every time I get ready to talk, she doesn't want me to. Um, okay, so experiencing a different reality. I feel like when we go on these journeys, it's like we're, we're stepping in, into a portal into into another world so for you what was it like embracing the idea of stepping into a reality outside of the normal one that you're used to okay when it comes to <clears throat> embracing different realities it feels easy to do that um i've been having a lot of conversations i want to say maybe within the last three, four weeks about choices and choosing to experience something for what it's supposed to do um, and choosing to fully experience things um, because it is it is scary. You know, I, I feel like that's one thing that as human beings, we kind of just have to learn how to embrace is the uncertainty and unknown, but learn to surrender to it. So when being on the medicine that's something that i have told myself constantly to do whenever the natural anxiety of trying something new pops up it's like just surrender to the experience surrender to the moment surrender to the medicine and that really allows you to just experience things fully and with everything you do in life not even just with plant medicine if you don't like it don't do it again but still give yourself the chance to just allow something new in your life so that's something that i actually really embrace is doing new things and change because that's how i feel like we evolve as human beings i agree i don't think there's any evolution without change at all but it's really hard and difficult to mm -hmm. open up people to these ideas because they're so stuck in their ways and their one version of reality that it is very scary to think of embracing any other way of being doing anything else mm -hmm. 
which is crazy because we invite so many different ideas into our lives every day especially ones like portrayed in the media so it's like if we can do that then why are we constantly rejecting things that are natural that were practiced by our indigenous ancestors that seems more wrong to people nowadays mm-hmm. than taking, you know, the next prescribed drug on TV where everybody's dancing around and happy. Girl, even allowing people in your life, you know, it's it's still right. Just with anything, you you know, you mentioned prescription drugs. You know, I, I also consider people an experience. You know, we're just all different people living here and you know how you're attracted to certain people or like you know how say how they say certain people it's it's either a lesson or a blessing yeah so you choose to have certain people in your life and you can also choose to have certain experiences in your life and also really examine like when it did come to plant medicine and the ideas that I had of it you know with with my family and how it's looked in within my culture and how I saw it firsthand, you know, in my neighborhood, it was pretty negative, but I opened myself up to learning about it and then gave it a chance. And then now I consume it in a completely different way from when I first did, because it's all about evolving with the medicine. I created a relationship with the medicine and we've evolved to the point that the benefits it has given me is infinite so so many different benefits that that i have now and you know now that i um am about to embark on this nomad adventure one of the main things that i'm like really excited to do is to learn about other plant medicines and trying those out and documenting it and showing people like it's it's okay you know it's it's something that's already existed before we were even here it isn't anything you know there's no scientists or there aren't any 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 behind any like uh just malintention behind it something natural that's existed but unfortunately in the world that we live in it's it's been what's the word tainted Um, yeah 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 i i definitely see that especially like i don't know what it is people want scientific confirmation for everything but it's like I know this probably sounds silly to some people, but you think our ancestors are running around asking the latest scientists, you know, what's the percentage of people doing this, this, and that? Like, some things were passed on through community and through elders, but it's just like we don't really have that information anymore. So with it all going mainstream now, it's mostly like hearsay, and then, you know, we're only going to trust, you know, what we see on TV or what a celebrity says rather than finding the experience for ourselves parents religiously watching the news it's Uh, like uh, i mean of course this this would just go into like the theories and the wokeness of like you know controlled media and stuff but again it's really all about um just having allowing yourself to have different perspective it's not always what you think it is you know Mm -hmm. with everything in life it is all very subjective you know we all have our certain opinions why because we grew up a certain way we have certain beliefs and our culture it's done a certain way and what in this country may be seen as something you know criminalized and stuff you know just like you mentioned in these latino latin america south america central america it's all very common to use for healing for expanding your mind because there are just again infinite 
possibilities when it comes to you giving, you know, you getting different ideas, different inspiration, learning new things about yourself and who you are. Um, you know, America, we're the last ones to know something, the first ones to steal it, so. Yeah. <laughs> steal it and, and remake it in a really bad way. I feel like America is like the off-brand of, of the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so for the times that you did not necessarily have an easy time releasing and just letting faith come in for you during a plant medicine journey, what helped you during the times that were rough? Writing, 100% writing. Um, although I am very lucky to have the community that I do um, for all of my life, I feel like I've attracted when it comes to friendships, <laughs> I've attracted the right people that I need at that moment in life. Um, and I love that the relationships that I have created have run now like decades and stuff. But when it comes to this personal journey of like things not being easy, especially with plant medicine, as much as I love to consume with my community, when it's been hard to release is usually when I'm by myself with my own thoughts. It's not always going to be flowers and rainbows. Sometimes it will spark some sadness and anger. And I love to be able to just write things out. Like what is popping up for me when I am feeling sad or when I am feeling angry or where I, when I, where I am feeling anxious. Um, and I think it's called shadow work <laughs> yeah. to really just just start writing and then just keep writing to see what things pop up um for example there was one time where i was just kind of just sitting in my porch after i had consumed plant medicine and i started writing about the relationship that i have with my siblings and i just started writing about kind of like how rough it was growing up and you know how i didn't feel i'm a i'm a middle child so you know i'm not the firstborn and i'm not the baby so it was interesting to as an adult now to just write about how i viewed my childhood and then this uh pressure that i felt also as a first generation of having to do everything right that whatever my parents said was the right thing to do mm. and as i'm writing i just kept writing and i wrote the word golden child and then i realized like again this is just how plant medicine kind of just opens my mind and just allows me to kind of therapize myself in a way um i i wrote down golden child and i realized that no one in my family has ever given me that title but myself because you know my my sister would do something and then my brother would do something and then like i felt like I, at one point i was my parents only hope when that was never really the case but that fear of disappointing my parents is something that i've carried with me all of my life for the most part yeah. and yeah plant medicine kind of allowed me to release that you know and and i remember afterwards i called my parents and i, I was telling my dad about everything that i had written and you know he told me just straight up he's like he loves all of us equally it doesn't matter what we've ever done in life of course you know there's gonna 
you're not we're not perfect mm -hmm. so of course you're gonna do things that they don't want you to do you know of course this is gonna happen and that is gonna happen it's life but he's just like he has always loved us all the same like no one has ever told me you're the better child so you yeah. know you're our only hope no one has ever said that of course yeah you know just like i said like you know you're disappointed for a moment of the choices but you understand that those are the choices that only you can make mm -hmm. so that realization is one of the many things that i've been able to let go because of plant medicine consumption yeah that's that's amazing um thinking about the projections that we feel especially from our parents even when they don't say those things mm -hmm. that it still comes up for us um, I know speaking for myself, I'm the oldest of four siblings at home and I felt like everything while everybody looked to me in the beginning, it almost felt like I was the guinea pig for everything and that I was like trial and error. Like, okay, we didn't get it right with you, so we'll do it right with everybody else. And then I'm forced <laughs> to look at everybody else getting the treatment I wish that I would have uh -huh. had, even though that's not their reality. That's just, you know, how I look at the situation. I'm like wow i wish i would have gotten that kind of understanding or that mm -hmm. and now i'm like forced to reparent myself as i get older yeah. um but it's good that you got that confirmation from your dad like i love you guys no matter what it does not matter you know who's who or who does what that i love you regardless and i hope to practice that same kind of thing mm -hmm. with my kids i don't love one more than the other like they're both individual people yeah. and i'm gonna love them exactly for who they are you know <laughs> no matter what they want to try in life, no matter what they want to do. I'm sure they'll be pushed back because I'm a parent. But yeah. <laughs> either way, I would like to think I'll try to be more accepting than my parents. It felt like they were of me at the time. Definitely. And because I've, I've allowed myself to really peel off layers and be vulnerable, um, my parents and I have always had a, a great relationship, you know, despite omitting a lot of information but because i've been so open with myself and i've had so many realizations you know within these last two years especially i have become a lot closer with my parents because i see them for who they are which are just human beings just trying to every day every day just trying to just trying to make it through you know but growing up we have this expectation that there are superheroes they're right they're always right you yeah. know and the older we get we're like not really. We don't look at ourselves as equals with our parents. We're mm -hmm. just like, okay, you're this being above me who's here to take care of me and guide me. And that, like, alone feels like a lot of pressure, at least I can say as a parent. Like, yes, I'm the one, the bigger person um, <coughs> taking care of you, but I know just about as much as you do. You probably mm -hmm. know more than me. You probably remember more than I do right now. And we're all, like, in this phase of trying to get back to what it felt like before we all forgot and remember yes, like okay we're yes. in this this truman show this shit show called life I know. <laughs> trying to figure things out when reality like when you experience plant medicine one of the stories i hear similarly is people see that nothing really matters i mean mm -hmm. everything matters and then nothing matters at the same time <laughs> everything that we stress about is literally an illusion mm -hmm. you know whether it's fear money you know career status love any of that it's all an illusion because all of those things already live within us. It's just like about figuring out, okay, what does this look like for me? Right. So earlier you had mentioned um, how, you know, when it comes to alcohol or anything that gives an altered state of mind, we've always almost defined an altered state of mind as something that is like bad. 
I, I don't I don't make you think you're crazy or you're gonna yeah. harm someone or something like that yeah and and with what we were just talking about it's like I feel like plant medicine has allowed me to connect more not just with my family which honestly has been a huge asset um, including my siblings and I it's it's amazing how our relationship is now um, because we all consume plant medicine very differently mm-hmm. and how we're able to connect and open up with our parents it's honestly pretty magical given our history and everything that we've all been through individually but right you know we we do realize that nothing but everything does matter and plant medicine just allows you to connect connect with purpose connect with people connect with your environment and how you relate to the world around you so that's one of the main reasons why i continue to use it is because i want to continue connecting and that's a huge huge part of what I love in life and what I believe my purpose and destiny is, is to be able to just connect with all things and be able to show people that it's okay, you know? Yeah. It also allows you to be an observer mm-hmm. more than just an experiencer because I think like everyday life, we're all just thinking about our own personal mm-hmm. experiences we're going through. Whereas <laughs> when you become the observer, you can look and analyze things in a different way. Like, okay, yeah. this is how I react <laughs> or okay, I see this person and this is like the emotional output I'm getting from them versus thinking they're just being mean to me or they're yeah. just angry. Like at least me who I know like looks at people a little too hard. Like I love... <laughs> thinking about like okay what's really going on with you you're screaming at me so what went wrong in your day like what's affecting you right now and most people don't want to talk about that obviously but like I said when you're in that observer seat you see so much and some of it you have to be silent about because some of it we're just meant simply to observe exactly I know I I love to say that one of my favorite hobbies is people watching um I just love especially now even more that I feel like just my brain has expanded and I can just almost see through people now Mm -hmm. um but it's so interesting because now when I just sit back and observe people it's like I I feel like I can sometimes see like just people's inner child oh yeah and one of the other things that I think I'm really good at is knowing exactly what to tell people um people have often felt very comfortable talking to me, being vulnerable with me, even strangers. You know, I've met people abroad who will spill their entire life story to me. And I see that, you know, before I used to see that as my, um, uh, like just something that, that would bring me down or has brought me anxiety and stuff. But, you know, through just allowing people to just be, I've been able to just connect with people on a different level so i still do love people watching but something that plant medicine has also allowed me to do is just observe nature um like i love sitting in nature um and just looking at trees like you've been here for hundreds and hundreds of years i know it's amazing what have you seen what have you felt what have people done to you you know and and just really you know of course we have all these netflix shows now that teach us about um you know animals and and how they mate with each other how how they find comfort and family and food and connection 
and all of that even you know fantastic fungi mm-hmm. and all of that within mushrooms and it's just incredible how these are just all living organisms just like us but i do feel like yeah when you're when you do consume plant medicine you just learn to have a connection with everything outside of yourself and outside of what you know but um you just learn so much you learn the most from nature i I believe for sure um mostly just because you realize like you know of course we always see this in the spiritual memes like you're just a soul in a flesh suit pretty much and then we think about like when our bodies decompose we become one with nature again mm-hmm. I, I think always at the end of a plant medicine journey like I'm always outside somewhere and kind of just marveling at everything that I see and obviously I'm like that's the end that's like the final hour mm-hmm. probably like the golden hour where you're just kind of like wow I just went through 14 15 hours of this and this is what life really is before you had that crash oh please tell me about it so my first experience with psychedelics was that exact same way um my friends and I had taken a very random day trip to Houston um and it just popped up for us to consume psychedelics and I had never before in my life I had always heard about it of course you know great things and again it was almost like an impulse thing Mm -hmm. I did it I did it and when I tell you that I was loving everything and anything around me. I don't remember laughing ever as hard as I did. Um, everything just looked beautiful. And that same day, I kept, you know, at its peak. Yeah. <laughs> I was sending love letters to <laughs> everyone. My my siblings were like, "Girl, are you good?" Like, I just want to tell you that I love you. <laughs> Why do people always ask? Like, I've had that before, and I'll call someone thinking I sound completely normal, just like a little happy. They're like. Are you okay? I'm like, am I not supposed to be happy? Am I not supposed to enjoy? We're so used to like being in moods all the time and angry. Like happiness seems like such a far off concept. Yeah. That it looks like you're probably drunk to people. Like, because you're drunk off of life. Exactly, exactly. And and it's just, just like you said, you just become just so much more connected to everything around you. And you realize, you know, the way that most people do promote plant medicine it's just like just realize that really at the core of everything it's just love yeah it's just love and appreciation because we're here right you know it's just going back to you know what i mentioned before it's a choice like wake up and like choose to do what makes you happy doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect you know we all have bad days but choose to to find your happiness wherever it is or choose to hold space for yourself if you are you know if these feelings do arise they're for a reason sit with yourself journal about it pray about it meditate about it but like still allow yourself to choose to do something you know that's what i that's one of the fears that i believe i have now it's learning like just becoming so receptive of the fact that like nothing matters that i start not to care about things and I don't ever want to get to that place because at the end of the day, nothing matters. But I still want to stay connected yeah, to this reality. Present. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of like the, I guess the the things that you do need to find when you do consume plant medicine is to really find that balance. Like, sure, you know, you're gonna realize that life is beautiful. There are a lot of things in life, despite the tragedies and things that do happen, but. 
just hold hold space hold space to connect with yourself to eventually continue to connect with others because i do think that relationships are kind of like so important and it's also i think important to remember when you have like you're in this euphoric state and everything feels so great you do have to remember we're coming back down into this 3d world even though our minds can operate on a much higher level and a higher frequency we were still put in these bodies and in this specific reality for a reason so we Mm -hmm. can help create a new one but also so we can embrace the one we're at because there's light and dark like you said you're doing shadow work there we can say, oh, yes, you know, when we're on plant medicine or experiencing journeys. We see all these different realities, see how wonderful things can be, all the things we shouldn't be complaining about. But then you come back down to earth and somebody cuts you off in traffic or you get into it with a friend or mm-hmm. a relationship ends. And then you have to kind of like settle with everything you learn and remember, OK, this is a tool for me not to use all the time or abuse it but to remember even when life is great there's still going to be hard moments but the medicine is here to show you the reflection of yourself how you react in those moments how Mm -hmm. you respond how you move forward and it's like a continual lesson the implementation part right how you move forward i think one of the most important lessons I learned because of plant medicine is how to set and instill and practice boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing that I feel like has really helped shape my life for the better is knowing how to connect with myself. And if my body is telling me that something or someone is not worth my energy, to be able to hold back Mm -hmm. and just allow people to be but know that it's either a projection it has nothing to do with me or to just reflect you know and just reflect if there maybe there is some some truth and something that i do need to change about myself but still give myself the chance to connect with myself first it's almost like before any big decision it's like check in with yourself first yeah give yourself a couple hours you know um although some things i mean we just finished talking about impulse as well i do feel like there is still that balance of of impulse but also when it comes to just dealing with this like three-dimensional life it's check in with yourself first mm-hmm. um and that's really really important I forgot my train of thought no checking in with yourself is always important for sure um and I also have to thank you mid we're almost through our podcast today mm-hmm. but for being patient with me because as you hear my children are on a thousand <laughs> and they feed off of each other's energy so one starts screaming the other will but again it's a part of it this is life mm-hmm. as a mom um and I'm just thankful to have friends who understand that so Uh, Moving on to another question I have. So we've been talking a lot about entering these journeys and then releasing former ideas that we had of ourselves, what family might have thought of us. Um, So outside of plant medicine, when you feel a release coming on or time for a change, what comes up for you? I can speak personally. You're the first one to see my my haircut today. Hair. Looks fabulous, by the way. <laughs> hair is uh it has a funny way of holding a lot of energy um mm-hmm. a lot of memories and very often when people are going through something you find yourself changing your hair color getting a new haircut 
Um, also, I know for me, it can be like moving to a new place or starting a new project. But for you, what does that look like for outside of plant medicine? How does release show up and how do you respond to it? Solitude. <laughs> I, I feel that. <laughs> love being around people. Um, in the last two years, there's definitely a balance between... I, I was typically always an extrovert. Um, growing up, I was the, the glue that put everyone together. All of my... They love to say that. You know, I love to put my, my community together. I love to bring people together. I love to host. I love to just talk with people, learn about people. It's one of my favorite things to do. But... Um, when it comes, when I when I feel it and I feel myself getting down or, you know, irritable at times, it's solitude that allows me to release. So I remember in therapy once, um, I was always talking about how whenever I felt anxious or, you know, my, my mental health would kind of just spark up and, you know, depression and anxiety, I would always want to take a trip. I would always want to travel. I, I need to get out. I need to get out of the city. And my therapist and I had to have an entire conversation about escapism and mm -hmm. how whatever it is I'm going through, if I move or I leave or I travel, wherever I go, it's going to stay with me. You it know? doesn't matter how far you go. Yeah. And, you know, for a second, it did make me analyze because there were many times that whenever, you know, I did have, I was annoyed by anything, I would just want to leave. Um, to kind of just save myself in a way but was it is it really what I was going through or was it myself but I also kind of just um, what's the word uh, challenged that and really because I'm just always surrounded by people and at the time I didn't really know how to say no when it came to invitations or being around others because I truly do enjoy being around others um, I that escapism just allowed me to be by myself no one is around no one that I know is around me so I have no other choice but to hang out with myself and write and just hear my own thoughts so that's something that has allowed me to release when it hasn't been really easy um, I remember for my birthday in 2020 I took a just a weekend solo trip because I wanted to be around water. It was still very much January or February, so it was still cold where I drove to, but I just sat at the beach by myself and just listened to the waves. Mm. Listened to the waves and kind of just allowed myself to just breathe and like just let go of everything, you know, every feeling and every emotion because everything for the most part is temporary or you just learn to accept and adjust with everything that you go through um so right now one of the ways that i'm releasing is actually choosing to travel full-time and um i'm very nervous i'm excited <laughs> i'm borderline terrified but that's i keep saying part. yeah but that's part of the big change in yeah. that you know all of those feelings like my perspective when it comes to like the anxiousness the terrifying feelings it's like excitement it's like it, I'm, I'm choosing to see it in a positive way because I've never been steered wrong you know and whatever happens will happen no matter what choice I make um so I'm I'm, I'm choosing for this year to be my year or this this chapter of my life to be my chapter of surrender um and it's funny because 
who Demi was four years ago, planner queen. I would have my year <laughs> planned out from January through December. Everything was in my calendar. Um, super, super, super type A. And now I'm just learning to embrace going with the flow. And it's been pretty life-changing. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been really, really life-changing. So this next step is something that I've never, ever done before. Mm-hmm. But I honestly have planned, my, have planned medicine to think, really. Because um, it was also after my ayahuasca um, trip, I had a vision of... I was listening to, mind you, they weren't playing this music, but I could hear brass bands in my ear, and I remember just seeing so much symbolism of the city, and I saw a book close. And prior to that, I had already been thinking about moving and how my chapter here was done, and that was just more, even more confirmation. And the numerology that would come up It was just so much confirmation that like you're ready you're ready for this next step and as scary as it is to not have a permanent residence (laughs) um, or permanent you know just place to be in I I'm just the world is my home and that's what I'm choosing that's what I'm saying it is and I know that every single thing that's gonna happen after I leave tomorrow actually <laughs> it's, know, it's so just sad. all it's just all gonna be gonna be great things so it's it's such exciting to start a new chapter I think like the way the chapters change throughout our lives you know we all often compare them to you know the new season of our life like a show we're writing um kind of like insecure on hbo or something mm-hmm. like that like how you're like the writers of my life they come up with some interesting <laughs> material so i wonder what's next for me so hearing what's next for you as far as travel i've always admired like you know the pictures you take and the experiences that you've had i think those are important to share because people do lead lives outside of parenthood mm-hmm. outside of staying in their hometown or state some people just allow the world to be their home their oyster no matter where they choose to lay their head down and that same ability to be able to experience i think is very similar to what you experience in plant medicine um you have to be open to going just about anywhere within your psyche yeah and you can't run from it you know and and again you know once you you do consume it intentionally just like you mentioned it does open up your your intuitive you know senses and, and all of that so luckily i don't feel like i'm not making the right decision and that's what i'm holding on to and of course you know just like how i mentioned how relationships have such have been such a pivotal um just benefit that i've had in my life with the community that i have and the support that i have and the love that i have i know that i'm always going to be okay and it's something that I have to remind myself and that I often remind people, (laughs) including you as well, is that you do have a tribe. You do have a tribe. And I I learned this in my business class, you know, when when folks say that it's lonely at the top, whatever that looks like for you. It's a limiting belief, you know, it's it's not real. You're setting that on yourself and on your life, but just embrace embrace relationships embrace people who feel good you know even if it's for the time being you know you outgrow people you outgrow places but continue to embrace what is in front of you and what makes you happy um right like for you it's like 
parenthood. You know, recently you talked about watching Rio, you know, at the playground and how, how beautiful it was to just see him connect with others and how it made you feel, yeah. you know, and that's beautiful. I think it's because I'm such an introvert too that it's not very often that I connect with a lot of people. So knowing not purposely that I've kept him, you know, we've been very in solitude since he was born by ourselves. But to see him go out into the world and mm-hmm. connect with other people, knowing me, like, I'm like, you know, everybody's hurt me. I just want to stay to myself. Seeing him, like, as a child, he, he doesn't have those preconceptions in his mind. Like, you hurt me, so I don't want to be with you. Yeah. He sees other kids and like, oh, there's someone like me who I can connect with. Let me go play. If only we had that same feeling still. But it's like, now we sense vibes and we're like, no, I don't want to be around <laughs> you. And, you know, we'll go to the club. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. You're not for me. <laughs> that different discernment you get as an adult versus a child who will literally just like walk up to you and play with you for no reason just because you're you like uh, I mean just imagine if if we truly all did that as adults you know if we if someone looks cool or like looks like oh we could probably play together and we just go up to people like who knows how many connections we've missed just based off of again like the different beliefs and like you know the the things that we've been through you know the the unfortunate suffering that we've all experienced because human emotion is still very real. Again, you know, we've all had very, very bad days amongst good days. It's just like that light and dark. Like, it's just, it's unpredictable. Life is unpredictable, but you can choose to to just see see the light. <laughs> it sounds so like, it's choose to see the light. It's cliche, but it's very true. It's like when when you understand how frequencies work how your heart space like opening that up you know whether we're talking about aligning ourselves um our energy centers when you change your perception of what it means to open up your heart you just stop looking at it as oh i'm just opening my heart up to the people closest to me it could be opening up your heart to a complete stranger to someone you disagree with to someone who's hurt you um there, there are tons of different ways to venture you know into that that section of life I guess um so I have a final question for you we've talked about a lot today Mm -hmm. um and one of it the questions I have or the one question I have is about a conversation you brought to me not too long ago um so my question was what's one of your favorite ways to release outside of plant medicine I know you said writing but if we're talking physical practices um I know you brought up an episode of the show called Station 19 to me, and we had this long conversation how, like, within within um, our cultures, like, dance is such a, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's a passion <clears throat> practice, but it's a way of release, roots. too. Yeah. Yeah, so how do you feel about that? A hundred percent. I think my second favorite way to release is through dancing. I wouldn't call myself a dancer, but there's just something about moving your body and not something there's so many things about moving your body that just helps you let go of the tension Mm -hmm. that you hold i mean it's it's not rocket science you know that when you stretch you know you release tension that you have in the body dances the same exact way i love to dance i grew up listening to a lot of music um and it's always been a way that I've connected with my family. Like that's actually the way that my father and I bond. Um, we can sit for hours just listening to different like typical songs and the accordion and the drums. And we both have 
just our unique styles that we love and then you know we have at family parties the dancing as a kid and our parents just being excited that we're just all dancing together it's something that even like through adulthood i still very much love to do and i love to dance by myself in my room i have this playlist on spotify it's like the good feel playlist and <laughs> it's just a mix of house and kizomba and afrobeat and merengue and some bachata and reggae and dance hall and everything and i i love to just sing and vocally release and also dance um and on the episode station 19 one of the the things that I've been trying to focus focus on is actually womb healing. Um, it's popped up a lot when I've done different meditative meditative practices. Actually, the sambo session that you and I had mm-hmm. over a year ago. Wow, it's been a year. Yeah, definitely over a year ago. Um, and just in, in, in my shadow work and again in the, the way that entertainment speaks to me now, I've been working a lot on healing my womb. And on Station 19, <clears throat> one of the main characters um, is on trial, was on trial for um, killing someone who tried to sexually assault her, right? And her mother sees her on the news and reaches her estranged mother reaches out to her and talks with her and you know once they they're done crying and venting and talking about the probable you know things that can happen out of this you know from this situation her mother puts on some music and makes her get up to dance and you know at first she's just like what like dance like i'm I'm exhausted and her mom is like no because the way for you to get back into your body is to dance mm-hmm. and I watched that scene too many times and I was crying so much when I watched that because I've gone through a similar experience and I don't didn't realize until now the different forms of release that we have available to us in order for us to really let go of you know the tension um, that is held in our body and it was wow such a powerful and of course you know these are things that i see now someone could easily be watching this show seeing it on very surface level but the way that i saw it is like her mother you know is is telling her to dance you know her mother also shared obviously this is all fictional but you know a lot of us can relate to it especially women um you know her her mother is telling her that she's happy that she got the chance to do something about her situation and that was very powerful because we don't realize how many gen how many toxic generational patterns we're breaking as we get older Mm -hmm. um we kind of just become more conscious about it through our experiences and you know that was very powerful and her mom asked her to dance and they played salsa music you know which is very much instilled in their cultural roots so that was it's like not only a way to connect with your mother who's still physically here with you but also to connect with your ancestors and every woman that came before you and i'm still learning of ways that i can do that with myself but dance is definitely one of those things you know dancing music and you know all of these things are just listening to different words and allowing yourself to 
to just let it all go, leave it all on the dance floor. <laughs> um, even if it's at the comfort of your own room, um, it's it's really, really, really powerful and really healing. Yeah, that, that's one thing I've always learned as a sound bath practitioner, not just through sound bowls, but how powerful music and sound can be. And, you know, we're sitting here talking about, you know, dance within culture. And I'm sitting here thinking about all the times I've been out dancing, like salsa, merengue, bachata, mm-hmm. all of those. And we know, like, through within the words, there's so much passion that, you know, and feelings that we're sharing. But it's amazing how, you know, those words also transfer through your body. Like, I know people who don't know a lick of Spanish. Mm-hmm. My Spanish isn't even great. And you still feel whatever the music is putting there through you. And oh, yeah. whether that be through connection and touch, mm-hmm. dancing with another person, dancing with yourself. Like, yes, all music has yes. a frequency. And most of, I think most most love songs have that same frequency of love in it so when you're dancing to it it's to feel good literally to allow and then you're moving your body so these emotions are now moving through your arms your legs mm-hmm. all the places that you're holding tension you know and resistance and you're now allowing to flow freely so you know just tying that in with with plant medicine um and then with just where we are as adults who are evolving like wounded adults at that who are evolving <laughs> into you know not i don't want to to say like we're just turning into healed adults because healing is not a linear process but (laughs) we're realizing you know that inner child that just wants to dance again that wants to just be that wants to share or Mm -hmm. go up to people say you want to play you want to hang out without feeling like oh what if they don't like me what if i'm weird what if you know all these what ifs it's always a what if in life but Mm -hmm. you know you have to just kind of go for it sometimes so I want to thank you for being on the podcast today. I'm so sad that this is the <laughs> last time we'll see each other for a while, but I know it won't be forever. I know. Um, I do wish you luck on all your travels as always. Do you, would you like people to know your Instagram following if you uh, or your Instagram if you would like for them to follow your next adventure or where you're going? Any projects you have coming up you want to share? Yes, yes. Um... Well, the thing with my projects is that I have so many ideas, and it's like, what am I actually going to come out with? But um, for the most part right now, I do have a podcast in the works as well, where I will be going into, like, just deep diving into the experiences that I've had um, and the lessons that I've learned. Uh, I will hopefully also be having a little retail shop coming out very soon, all surrounded with positivity connecting to self so i'm really excited about that um my instagram is currently the only one that is active and it is at dem diaz d-e-m-d-i-a-z um yeah feel free to follow me in my next world adventures (laughs) so I, i i'm really excited and thank you taylor for for everything for your friendship for allowing me to be vulnerable, for being vulnerable with me, because I know it's not easy to do that with just anybody. So thank you so much. We have a very unique, incredible, strong connection. So I'm really excited to see like how, how our friendship will evolve too as time passes. I know that it will for sure. Um, So I want to thank everybody for listening to today's episode. I will tag Demi's information in the show notes. If you'd like to give her a follow, she is one of the best people I've met in a very long time and very multifaceted. So there's plenty (laughs) of ways you can find her doing interesting things. And I will talk to you all in the next episode where we will 
break down more myths, uh, more stories, and more connections through plant medicine, motherhood, pregnancy, and more. Until next time, let love and light lead the way, and I will talk to you all very soon. Peace. of the universe. It takes form inside of your soul.